When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. Mornings with Matt White, right here on SEN. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program on SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, SENQ 693 Brizzy, of course via the Gold Coast as well and across the SEN network on our app. Showers today for our Sydney listening area, tops of 26 in the city and 28 in the west. For Brisbane, a shower or two with a maximum of 31. A few showers around the Goldie as well and a top of 28. So that's your Thursday forecast locked and loaded. But we are going to talk a lot of footy this morning and cricket as well. The season starts for the NRL 2023 Premiership tonight, right here on SEN. So coverage of the Eel Storm, Joel Kane with the call on this one from 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock for our Queensland listeners. And we're going to pick our way through each match and hear from the key players in that, the final word from the players. But before that, dive into this, folks. Head first, 0457 736 736 or 1300 1170 on the open line. Our winner-winner chicken dinner on a Thursday, thanks to Char Grill Charlie's, as you know, great sponsors of this program and feeding the entire SEN offices around the network. I want to know this morning, who wins in round one by the biggest margin? Now, I sat down and did my tips yesterday for round one, and when I was posed the question, okay, what about margins? I went, oh, hang on a second. That's a different story. There are a couple of games that I flipped on And flopped on when I came to my selections. But then I looked at the margins and thought, this is going to be tight. I get the feeling that round one will be pretty tight. Eels v Storm, that could be nice and close. Warriors and the Knights, I'll be calling that on Friday afternoon, uh, Friday evening. And look, sometimes you just don't know with the Warriors. And the Newcastle Knights, Ponga at six, Hastings now at seven. They've got points there, but... I get the feeling that might be close. Panthers and Broncos, I expect the Panthers to win, but I don't know if they're going to run away with it. Manly and Bulldogs, seriously, I think that could go to golden point. I tip Manly uh, both with head and heart, but I think that one could be close at the back end. Cowboys v Raiders, again, expect the Cowboys to win, but I don't know if it's going to be a blowout. Sharks and Rabbitohs, that'll be tight. Expect Souths to win that one. Dolphins and Roosters, let's come back to that. And then Tigers v Titans, again, that could be close. So out of all of those, I've got to say the Roosters look to me to be the standout team in round one to win by the biggest margin. Give me your thoughts on that. Let me know who wins by the biggest margin, but you need to tell me why. And you'll go into the draw for one of our 10 Chargrill Charlie's vouchers that 2am Tommy's keeping in his back pocket. He'll hand them over, mostly under duress because he's giving up free food. But 10 vouchers to Chargrill Charlie's coming your way. Now, we've heard from experts. 
We've done our top eights. We've done our Dally M's. We've done our grand final winners. But what about the players' perspective? The final word from the key players heading into round one. So let's go through these and hear from the players as they go into the first match of 2023. Tonight, Eels v Storm. It's going to be fascinating. Josh Hodgson there in uh, the Eels jersey for the first time. A very different Storm lineup. Eight different players from the team that took to the field last time around in 2022 in the finals. Eight different players. And then you throw in the fact that Craig Bellamy has never lost a round one match when he's been in charge at the Melbourne Storm since 2003. It is quite some winning streak. So the key players in this one, let's hear from Clint Gutherson at the Eels. The, we have the majority of the same boys in the team. We lost a few, obviously, uh, great players in our squad, but every team does. It's just about someone filling up. So, um, look, we're ready to go again and looking forward to it. It's a new year. Last year doesn't mean anything. Um, every team has changed. Every every player's uh, moved on, and it's about starting this year well. And we get to open to the year. It's exciting. We're going to have a full house here at, um, at the stadium, and uh, we're looking forward to it. So they went to the final game of 2022. They start in the first game of 2023 and according to Gartho last year we need to park it sure we didn't go the distance and win the premiership we went all the way but but that's that's in the rear vision we need to look ahead for this one and what we're hoping to do here folks if you're trying to work out your tips for round one perhaps these insights from the players are going to help Christian Welsh at the Melbourne Storm yeah and obviously we've got our work cut out for us with the last year's grand finalists so um, yeah, we're well aware of the challenge we got. Year after year, these tough pre-seasons, they, they really work. And I know us players, we tend to get a bit tired and worn down by them, but they really, it gives us a bit of an edge, how tough and, and resilient it makes you. So hopefully um, we can show that, that the, the gruelling months of training and they've really stepped it up, um, that we can go out in the field and, and take it to them. Is the pre-season something that you factor in when you're looking towards your round one tips. I mean, the Melbourne Storm are so professional. They've done it time and time again, and surely that's got to be one of the key reasons why Craig Bellamy has never dropped a round one match. He'll, you, you've got to know that even with eight different faces, they're going to be ready because they're always ready. So that's tonight. Then, of course, tomorrow night, Sky Stadium over in Wellington, the Warriors v the Knights. Let's have a listen from inside the Newcastle camp, Tyson Frizzell. It's been a long, tough pre-season. Boys have worked really hard and I think we're all really looking forward to playing, getting some footy back in New Zealand especially. So, yeah, definitely ready. A lot of guys playing together for the first time. Still a lot of hard work to, to get to get through this week especially. Preparation for um, the game on the weekend. But, yeah, we're definitely ready. And like I said, we've, we've prepared as well as we can and done everything on the field and off the field to get ourselves right. And we're just looking to yeah, transfer that onto the paddock now. So new names, new combinations, that could be a key, especially for the Newcastle Knights. And the same's got to be said for the Warriors. So many new looks in the Warriors outfit in 2023. The Panthers have the Broncos in round one. So late match on Friday night at Bluebet Stadium in Penrith. And of course, the Penrith Panthers looking for three in a row. Broncos dressing room and how they're feeling. There's no point I'd rather start, to be honest, this year. Round one, you get a reality check against the um, reigning premiers and hopefully we can come away with two points. So um, that's exciting, mate. I've never played there, so I'm really keen to get out there. And obviously things went the way they did last year, but um, without being too cliche, it's a new year, new team, and we're ready to go. Cobo can do things that no one else can do, and Walsh can do things that no one else can do. So we're pretty lucky that, you know, the one and two fullbacks um, 
or up and coming fullbacks in the game or at our club. So, um, yeah, it's disappointing that Walsh won't be able to pull on a Bronx jersey. But, um, you know, Selwyn had a quality, I think he played the full 80 in the trial, and I'm excited to see what he can do. And he's a big body and he'll be good. Pat Carrigan there. Okay, we get to Four Pines Park at uh, Brookvale on Saturday afternoon. It's the three o'clock game, Seagulls v Bulldogs. And a lot of interest in this one. Obviously, Anthony Seabold in charge now at Manly. And you've got Cameron Seraldo in charge at the Doggies. What about Lachlan Croker? Player of the year for Manly last year. We know that Tom Trebojevic is in. It's going to be interesting around the battle of the sixes and sevens across the board. So many star players. Manly's player of the year in 2022 had this to say ahead of the season opener. New coaches bring new ideas and, and new systems and all that sort of stuff. And um, so far it's been working really well. Um, we're really excited to get out there and play some footy. And we've got a lot of young guys that are coming through and playing really good footy. Um, a lot of our older guys left us last year, so it sort of gave us a chance to, to rewrite um, how we sort of go about things throughout the pre-season and then hopefully take them into the year with just sort of cultures and, and the values and stuff that, that we really care about. So it's been a nice change. Lachlan Croker there. So Cowboys then have the Raiders. Relatively few changes across the board. Big one for the Sharks v Rabbitohs. No, Nico Hines. He is out. Braden Trindle is in. But Nico did speak on the captain's run yesterday right here on SEN about what they've learnt from 2022. In patches, we were really good at certain areas. And then, like, our start in that sense, the semi final wasn't up to standard. And we spoke about starting fast in those, in those bigger games and going after those sort of teams. So I think we got punched in the face really early against Para. I mean, against South. Um, and they were up 12 nil within how I don't know how long it was, and we sort of couldn't come back from that. So um, you know we don't really want to get punched in the face first. We want to punch them in the face and go after them. It's a good way to put it, isn't it? Don't want to get punched in the face first. So we'll start. So that brings us to the Dolphins v Roosters, and like I say, this is the one I've got to say looks to be the one where there'll be the biggest margin. But we don't know. We just don't know what the Dolphins are going to offer up. I think it's a fair bet to say we know what the Roosters will deliver and similar to what the Melbourne Storm do, professionalism in and out and a lot of focus around Brandon Smith in particular. But, gee, there's focus on the Dolphins and for good reason. Their captain, Jesse Bromwich. Let's have a listen to him. Yeah, you know, I've got all my family members in that all ringing me and you know, telling me how big it is and how good it is, but I'm just, yeah. I do know how special it is and... And I am super grateful for the opportunity, but I think running out on Sunday was just going to be yeah, pretty special for myself. At the end of the day, we just want to make them proud and uh, make all our families proud and, and all our fans and members, so we look forward to it. All right, there's Jesse Bromwich. Tigers, of course, v the Titans. We'll skip our way through the rest of the day's news and, of course, cover cricket as well. You're listening to the morning program right here on SEN. Back after this. Now let's continue on with this discussion around the NRL. Mitchell Moses yet to sign with Parramatta. If you're listening yesterday, Wednesdays with Webby, Andrew Webster um, was pretty convinced that there would be some news on that yesterday. Well, we're still waiting. Uh, Mike Osivo, of course, has extended his deal with the Parramatta Eels, but we're still waiting on Mitchell Moses. And the questions around this is, one, what's he holding out for? Well, it appears to be another year um, for could become five years. The money is there and it's all good. But is it a distraction? Do you think this would be a distraction for the Parramatta Reels? I mean, these things happen all the time, but this is a big name and a big deal and it goes for a long, long time. So is this a bit of brinkmanship going on from the Mitchell Moses camp 
or are they just trying to cross the T's and dot the I's on this one? Brad Arthur, let's have a listen to him in the middle of all of this, trying to get his season up and running, trying to get back on board for 2023. And meanwhile, you've got a key player who's yet to put pen to paper. Brad, are we able to announce Mitch's future today? I'd love to be able to, but yeah, I don't know what's happening there. You know, look, what I've seen from Mitch at training, um, the way he's training, he's training like someone that, that wants to be at the club. So, you know, like he'll make his announcement when he's ready. I haven't talked to Mitch, and you know, you can think that's crap, but it's true. I had a conversation with him early in the piece about my desire for him to stay. He knows that. I don't f- feel like I need to be bugging him every day about it. I'll leave that to the players. They're doing a fair job of ribbing him about that. So I guess if you're Brad Arthur and you're... Your statement there around, look, he looks as though he's training, as though he's ready to play and, and stay with us, then Brad Arthur's going to get the body language and the read on it better, and he'll be in touch with head office, no doubt about it. So I just wonder what the distraction or what what the what he's holding out for, Mitchell Moses. What is there yet to do with this deal? And if it is just the one more year, whose camp are you in here? Are you in Mitchell Moses to try and push it from four to five years? Or do the Parramatta Eels, who clearly, if that is the issue, are holding firm, do you think they should stay hold firm? Just stay with that. Stick with four years or the other way. They've got their player, keep him for another year, do the five years, give him what he wants, and away you go. And here's another question for you, folks. And give me a call on this one on one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. What if there's a curveball? What happens if there's a curveball in all of this? Now, we've sat through so many deals that we thought are going to go this way and they go that way. They zig when we think they're going to zag. And we know that the West Tigers have been here in this one and it appears as though that's not going to be the likely destination. I mean, let's put it out there. We think probably 90% sure that Mitchell Moses is going to stay at Parramatta, but this is rugby league. And this could change in a heartbeat. So what if there is a curveball? Where could somebody like Mitchell Moses end up? If it's not the West Tigers, who's got the cash? Who's got the want for a halfback for four to five years at a million bucks plus? Can you think of anybody out there who could benefit from a curveball out of the Mitchell Moses situation or do you think Parramatta should just bite the bullet? They're so close to a deal. If it's another year, give it to him. Or the other way. Let me know your thoughts. 0457 736 736 on the text line or 1300 01 1170 on the open line. And we see this morning that David Fafita, the reports that David Fafita could possibly be back to the Brisbane Broncos. The Broncos may enter the race for Fafita, who's off contract at the end of this season. So we know that he's got some big offers on the table from the Gold Coast, where he's at, and the Canberra Raiders. 23 years of age. He played 44 games at Brisbane from 2018 to 2020. In fact, he's played more there than he has at the Titans. He's now up to 40 games at the Titans. That deal was a three-year deal worth more than $3 million that included a reported 1.25 in his first year. So now you have David Fafita possibly with three suitors at the table at the age of 23. And it's going to be a big contract either way. Does he stay at the Titans for big money? Do the Raiders get him to the nation's capital for big money? 
or to the Broncos, who, as we know, have lost a couple of players, will be losing a couple of players uh, to the Dolphins in particular. Farnworth and Flegler were the latest to sign up. Do they come in and swoop on in and bring David Fafita back for big money? The twist in this, his partner Shaley Bent could be part of a package deal. So sought after, obviously, NRLW player, and reportedly both Canberra and Gold Coast have tried to sign her, but she's reportedly waiting to get clarity around Fafita's destination, which is fair enough. So let me know, a best fit for David Fafita? Is it where he is? Is it at Canberra? Or do you think he goes back to Brisbane and the best fit for David Fafita I'm talking about? He's still only 23 years of age. We know what he can do. The guy's a wrecking ball, a superstar. What club will be the best for him and bring out the best in him? And then package deals. Now, this is a bit of fun on a Thursday morning. Two for the price of one. So say he goes to Canberra. Well, then Shaley Bent's got a deal there ready to go for Canberra. Gold Coast appear to have stepped up for the same thing. So it got us thinking this morning on package deals, the old two for the price of one. What's your best two for the price of one in world sport? Who goes hand in hand? Because sometimes wherever one person goes, another follows. Think Wayne Bennett, Darius Boyd. You think of great connections in world sport. Dennis Lilly, Rod Marsh, Bold Lilly Court Marsh, 95 times. Des Hasler and Kieran Foran had a great connection. It's now been broken up. And Foran's at the Titans, and Des no longer coaching at the moment. But they were uh, constantly linked together. And it's fair to say that Hasler got the best out of Foran, and he enjoyed that relationship. Langer and Hayden averaged 51.53 as a pair. Go to tennis. I mean, the obvious choice of the twins when you think of doubles of Mike and Bob Bryant. 18 doubles majors together. So who are some others that we could link together? If you say, hey, I want to buy such and such, but most likely I'm also going to get whoever comes with you. I'm thinking Steve Smith, Marnus Labashane. <laughs> the bromance. So you sign Smudge, you're going to get Marnus. Or you sign Marnus and more than likely Smudge. Well, no, maybe more than likely the other way. So your best two-for-one deal, folks. I've got a $50 Bunnings Warehouse voucher thanks to WD-40 to give away this morning. If you've got a two-for-one deal, you can think outside the box on this one and pick up the phone to do it. Thanks to WD-40. Register online for their Repair Challenge 2023 for a share in over $15,000 in prizes. A $50 Bunnings Warehouse voucher in cricket. Australia v India. Heading into day two today, Australia lead by 47 runs. Did you catch any of this yesterday? It was absolutely incredible. The pitch in indoor is at indoor is a worry. But it does provide for some pretty spectacular test cricket. And Matt Kuhneman will have loved every minute of it yesterday. Five for 16 for the youngster off nine overs. A five for... In the third test, Virat Kohli top scored for the Indians with 22. So they were skittled for 109. And out come Australia, who end up four for 156. But it's tough work. Usman Khawaja, 60. Thought he was going to go the distance. But I tell you, 60 on that is worth a whole lot more. Manus Labashane, um, just bowled by one that kept low and went straight through him. 31, he just stood there and just 
dropped his head. Steve Smith gone for 26. So we've got Peter Hanscom and Cameron Green at the crease. Hanscom not out on seven and Green not out on six. So the lead is 47 after day one. Are you okay with the pitch being as crazy as it is? I'll play you some audio a little bit later of Mark Waugh. He's not. He doesn't think it's up to test standard. And it is crazy, but it's providing some pretty uh, pretty good entertainment, depending on which way you look at it. 14 wickets fallen on day one. Day two coverage from 2.30 Eastern this afternoon on the SEN app. So at half past one for our Queensland listeners. Coming up, I'll chat with Bryce McGain. We'll catch up with Noddy, Brett Kamali, ahead of the season opener. Joe Lolly from Sydney FC will be my special guest and we'll do our SEN track analyst top tips for the weekend racing ahead with Chris Nelson. Let's go to the news. Uh, your texts and calls coming up.